This is Pastor Jared Pollard, and you're listening to the ALC Daily Podcast. At Abundant Life Church, we believe that every person needs community that leads to encounters that causes growth. Join us as we dive into Scripture, share testimonies, and learn to become the hands and feet of Jesus in our everyday lives. You are listening to the ALC Daily Podcast. My name is Pastor Jared Pollard. And it's Pastor Benjamin Davis. And today is a Friday episode, and we're talking about how can the church share Jesus, build families focused on Jesus' people. Yeah, and uh, notice that it's intentional that we're saying build families focused on Jesus' people rather than build families focused on Jesus. Uh, why do you think I, Why do you think we did that? Well, you can't love the head and hate the body. Yeah. You, uh, or uh, uh, you have a giant head <laughs> and a little bitty body. <laughs> <laughs> Which, Which is weird. weird. Yeah, it's just strange <laughs> at that point. Well, that's so, weird. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so we want to build our families focused on Jesus's people. Um, and one of the little things, sayings we have around here is that culture eats strategy for breakfast. Mm-hmm. And so when we say we're building families focused on Jesus people, what we're going for is a culture in our families that is built around Jesus's people. And if you build around Jesus's people, it will be built around Jesus. Um, Okay, we're going to use Deuteronomy chapter six, verses 20 through 23. Um, And and Moses is giving the next generation instructions Mm. so that this uh, gospel of his would be not a one generational thing, but a multi-generational culture that would go on into the promised land and last. So he says, in the future, when your children will ask you, what is the meaning of these laws, decrees, regulations that the church or regulations that the Lord our God has commanded us to obey? Then you must tell them, we were Pharaoh's slaves in Egypt, but the Lord brought us out of Egypt with his strong hand. The Lord did miraculous signs and wonders before our eyes, dealing terrifying blows against Egypt and Pharaoh and all of his people. And he brought us out of Egypt so he could give us this land that he had sworn to give our ancestors. Now, this worked incredibly well because because they had passed down the stories that then became culture when they got into trouble. Like, for example, the story of Gideon. They were in trouble. They were being oppressed by the Midianites. The Lord appeared to Gideon and said, Hey, Gideon, uh, you know, uh, (laughs) mighty man of valor, valor, (laughs) you know, aren't you amazing? And and Gideon's response is, where are all the miracles uh, that our ancestors experienced? All the stories that I've heard about. We're Mm. not experiencing any of those miracles. We're just an Mm. oppressed people. And God says, oh, well, I was hoping you'd bring that up. Mm Mm-hmm. Want to see some miracles? I mean, mm-hmm. and I'll show you how I will mm-hmm. do some miracles. We're gonna we're gonna overcome and conquer this army through miracles. I mean, that, you know, what I'm saying so. God used the culture to uh, build faith in Gideon's heart several generations later. Okay, mm-hmm. so now let's go into then um, the strategies. Now, for as long as I have been around. The insulate versus isolate debate has been going on. Mm. Uh, you know what that is? What the debate is when you say the insulate versus the isolate? Yep. Uh, d- Bub- articulate that for bubble me. Bubble or no bubble? <laughs> bubble or no bubble? I yeah. like it. Yeah. Yep. Should I raise my family in a bubble, a Christian mm-hmm. bubble, mm-hmm. or should I raise my family in the world and insulate them mm-hmm. 
from all the attacks of the world, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. It's bubble or no bubble, mm-hmm. right? And this debate has been going on forever. I believe neither are 100% right. I think that uh, you just, I think that the Holy Spirit emphasizes different things at different times, yeah. honestly. The, the bubble or no bubble. Okay, but regardless of whether you go with insulate or isolate, meaning whether you go all Christian schools, uh, in church all the time, uh, all Christian daycare, all Christian chapels, mm-hmm. uh, all Christian college, <laughs> right? You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's, yeah. it. that's insulate, or that's isolate, bubble. Or if you go secular schools, public schools, public daycare, public colleges, that's hopefully you're insulating because, you know, they're going to be taught that they develop. What was the, what was it that Dr. Hennis said? He had a, that you went from the, the goo to the ooh to you. Is that how he said that? I don't remember. I know. He the had ooh to the thing. goo to you. Yeah, I can't remember. They're going to teach that in the yeah. public schools, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He had some funny saying. Yeah. I, I think remember. it's uh, something like that. Yeah. So, uh, all right. Um, let's look at that. But if you build your family focused on Jesus's people, mm-hmm. how does that help you with the no bubble approach? Okay, let's let's start with the no bubble approach. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let them go to the public schools. I'm going to let them go to public colleges mm-hmm. because eventually they're going to be in the world anyways and their yeah. jobs and all that. All right. How does uh, building a family culture around Jesus's people going to help them with that? Yeah. Uh, well, you know, they're going to learn to apply a lot of biblical principles. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, they're going to be doing lots and lots of forgiveness because they're going to be around <laughs> people uh, that don't have the same values as them. Yeah. Um, but then it's also, uh, you know, this is a hard lesson, but a correct lesson. Uh, Matthew sixteen twenty four. Uh, you got to pick up your cross and follow Jesus. Mm. Um, and that's a valuable lesson for your kids to know, hey, you're called to a different standard mm. than these people that you're interacting with on mm. a daily basis. Mm. Uh, and you need to make sure that you don't violate that standard. And when you do, vi- not if, but when you do violate that standard, you need to learn to repent quickly mm. um, so that you can get back um, into the right position with the Lord. Um, In theory, you also want to train train them to be evangelists. That's right. right. What they're, so, they're mingling with the world, so invite yeah. your friends yeah, co- up, to come into your world picking up your cross and following Jesus well in the in the context of parables uh, Jesus being the good shepherd leaves the 99 to go after the one well where's yeah. the safest place to be mm-hmm. wherever, going after the one. wherever the shepherd's at going after the one yeah um, and so uh, they are hard lessons um, but they will change your kids lives mm-hmm. if they're able to do it yeah um, okay, now let's go into the bubble. So uh, the, you know, this is another strategy uh, mm-hmm. is raise them in a bubble defined as I'm going to put them in a Christian daycare and then a mm-hmm. Christian elementary and then a Christian uh, high school and then a Christian college. And then then in an ideal world, they'd go get a job in a Christian something or other. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Or that, that's kind of the bubble effect. Mm-hmm. Um, let's, let's kind of look at, at, at that Um uh, building a culture uh, focused on Jesus people. How does that work? How do those two interact? Well, you know, uh, some of the most messed up, demonic, broken, angry, not very nice people go to church. <laughs> <laughs> 
And so, uh, and they're in the Christian schools, and they're in the Christian schools, and they're in the Christian colleges. And you know, you, there are some really, really, really rough parents who don't want their kids to imitate what they've done, and so they put them in those Christian schools to try and avoid that. Yeah, and do what maybe they don't feel like they can do, and so you're you're gonna end up you're gonna end up interacting with those people. Yeah, uh, maybe you'll just have home court advantage. Maybe that's the. <laughs> uh, and, and when I went Southwest Baptist University. Of course, I was raised in public schools and saved, mm-hmm. saved and all. But I went to Southwest Baptist University, and I'm living in the dorm. And, uh, of course, they were recruiting football players that, you know, faith was not a requirement. <laughs> and I had this dude across from me, and, uh, I mean, he stood head and shoulders over me. He was mm-hmm. a big dude. And he turned his radio on and he never turned it off. Mm. And so it was playing the kind of music that I was getting delivered from. (laughs) So I was getting delivered from all that music, listening to worship music and Jesus music. Mm -hmm. And he's got that radio on. And so I I so remember uh, one day just waking up from a nap and his radio's on. I can hear it the whole time singing one of those songs that, if I said it over the air, would be you'd just freak out. It, 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 you're just singing one of those songs, you know what I'm saying, yeah. that I heard. And, of course, I tolerated I never asked him to change anything mm-hmm. because I had some strategery mm. in place. You didn't know that word yet. I didn't know, know that word yet, but I had strategery <laughs> going on. And so my strategery was tolerate, tolerate, love and love, until you get the right opportunity. Mm-hmm. And then uh, that opportunity finally came when I brought him into my room and I showed him a poster that I had up, I think that showed that one day we'll all go to heaven and face the judgment seat mm. up there and you better be ready. Mm. And here's, I, I'm looking up at him head and shoulders and sharing Jesus with him and said, one day you're going to need to be ready. Are you ready? <laughs> the guy received Jesus. That's so, awesome. <laughs> that's awesome so you know but i was able to do that because i had both feet firmly planted in jesus's people in a culture of jesus's people yeah you know so so there's there's that side of the strategy right Yeah. yeah yeah and i think um whichever path you decide as a parent um you have to remember and this is what's hard this biblical principle, we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. Mm. Um, and so if you're not careful, those people become the problem. Mm. And so if you isolate, you're teaching your kid that those people are the problem. Mm. And they'll never interact with them. They'll mm. never do anything that the Bible actually says that they're supposed to be doing mm. with those people because they're the problem. Mm. They're the issue. Mm-hmm. If you insulate... Uh, your kid might grow up hating the church (laughs) and hating the people in the church um, because they think that those people are the problem. Mm. Uh, But we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against powers, principalities, and princes of darkness. And so um, just knowing that, you know, you have to prayerfully decide. And you might have have multiple kids, and it's a different answer for each of those kids. Oh, it is. Um, It is. And so you have to evaluate and figure out the best way to do that and just trust the Lord to lead you in that. Yeah. Um, but always remember that the people aren't the problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, let's make this practical before we shut this yeah. down. Okay, at Abundant Life, uh, you know, so we want to build our families focused on Jesus's people. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, let's start with small groups. Yep. What's that look like? Yeah, consistently going to your small group every week is going to get you community. 
Yeah. Which is awesome. You'll also grow probably in that small group, but more than just growing, attending small group, eventually your small group will serve um, and you'll grow in that way. Um, and then uh, you'll have encounters all along the way and it'll just change everything for you. Yeah. And conversely, if you're going once every six weeks to small group and only when somebody bugs you and, <laughs> and pulls on you and texts you 20 times and all of that, what kind of culture are you putting into your family? See what I'm saying? Yeah. So you're, you're, you're intentional saying, you know what, we're going to be faithful, consistent in small group as a family culture, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, what about uh, Sunday services? These are abundant life strategies. Yeah. Sunday services. Yeah. Um, I mean, just interacting with people while you're there. Uh, try to push against the consumer idea of I'm here to receive something. What if you came on Sunday saying that you've got something to offer? Um, that'll change well, everything. And at Abundant Life, throughout the year in our Sunday services, mm-hmm. we're going to have all these opportunities to give and, and whatnot. Like we just Serve. did a, yeah. a supply drive for school supplies mm-hmm. for uh, for youth in the Good Samaritan Boys Ranch. Mm-hmm. Um, at the beginning of this week when this podcast plays, we will have done a trash cleanup. Um, on the road outside of the church. There you yeah. go. Okay, so a trash, because we're taping these a little bit ahead. Mm-hmm. So so a trash cleanup along Scenic Avenue. You're mm-hmm. teaching your family culture that, hey, we we give, we do these things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so it becomes part of the family. So those are just some th- ways to pull it off uh, within the context of Abundant Life. Regardless, what we want to do is encourage you to build your families focused on Jesus as people. Thank you for joining us today. At Abundant Life Church, we believe that through community and small groups and encounters with Jesus, you will have growth. Visit Abundant.us to learn more about ALC and how to join a small group. On Sundays, you can join us at 8.30 a.m. for our time prayer meeting and our services at 9.30 a.m. and 11 a.m.